Hello everyone. Welcome to the Football Fanatics podcast. Today we'll be talking about a club that failed to make the top 10 but escaped relegation. And this club is Everton. We have with us Akshat Betala and Bala Subramaniam. Well, Everton, what's your take on them, Bala? Um I think Everton has had a very below par season, especially considering the money they had spent on players they didn't need also Bamin to name one of them uh, Fabian Delph has not been as good as uh, Andre Gomez but I think Andre Gomez was only the good one out of the pick Moise Keane was not performing all big money signings which wouldn't perform well so yeah you look at the squad if you look at most of them their internationals Richard Neeson Calvert Lewin can get himself into consideration Andre Gomez can get himself into consideration. Lucas Digne is his backup for Spain. Tom Davies may not be. Jordan Pickford was England international for a long time. I don't think he'll be there. Mason Holgate is a young English talent. Seamus Coleman is probably a cap is in another uh, uh, is in Ireland. He's probably he, I think he's the captain. Michael Keane is also very good. Theo Walcott has gone to three World Cup squads. He's made it to three World Cup squads. Fabian Del. Was a man, uh, Premier League winner with Man City playing at left back. So you look at this whole squad; it has a lot of quality. Even Yerry Mina played at the World Cup so consistently. Moise Keane is up and coming as the new star. So if you look at the squad, they underperformed, but with Ancelotti, you can expect a lot more things, and he will get the money. You know, I feel a little bit sad for Ancelotti. He came in. Uh, in the mid of, middle of the season, and uh, all of the, I mean, the more than hundred million, I guess, are around hundred and thirteen million spent by Everton was was according to what Marco Silva wanted, but not not Ancelotti. So I don't think this season or for the next two three seasons he won't be given the same amount of money Marco Silva was given. Yeah, yeah, due to the pandemic and uh, due to the uh, poor performances, I. But it's it's he's a great coach. He has proven it with Milan, um, you know, winning the Champions League, leagues, numerous number of leagues with Milan. With Real Madrid, with Real with, Madrid, he was with so Bayern good. Munich. Bayern. He was not yes, very so, great with Bayern, but yeah. So obviously he got. So anyway, what I'm just trying to say is, so maybe, maybe he might be able to reform Everton like what Arteta was trying to do at Arsenal. Uh, this is just his first season. Give him a good yeah. transfer window. He might be a world class with this team. Yeah, uh, and you look at the form at the start of the season for Everton, who's not really, really great. They started the season with a zero-zero draw. They beat Watford, then, then they went on a bad run. Um, so then, after they beat Watford in the next five games, they lost four times, only winning once. And that was uh, at Wolves. Those are dramatic win. They were very under par. Let's just say they collected what uh, in the first ten games they collected nine points. They were in the relegation battle, and yeah, eventually uh, they were poor results. Like uh, they keep kept losing to Norwich, to Leicester. The uh, then 
they uh Brighton, Burnley, they kept losing. So and Marcus Silva was underachieving with the squad he had. Gilfie Sigurdsson, such an amazing player last season. This season, so poor he was. Just look at Gilfie Sigurdsson's stats from this season. Like so, in this in the season he got two goals and three assists, which is really poor. If you look at the stats, can from you last compare season, that with the? Can you compare that so, with the previous season? Uh, for a, yeah, for thirteen goals and six cap. assists. Yeah, Gilfie Sigurdsson last season got thirteen goals and six assists. And he was creating chances in a underpar Everton. He was doing so well for Everton. I don't know what happened this season. It's been a drop off, but but the worst part, worst part for them was the way they lost to Liverpool. You remember the game five two? Yeah, uh, I I think I remember that game where uh, it was a tough. I think. Are you talking about the league one or are you talking about the? The yeah, one, the league, the league one, okay. the five-two, they lost. Yeah, that was a poor performance, especially from the defense uh, part. Yeah, but yeah, fans, it cost you know, them the game also. It cost them a manager. The manager was sacked, and the way they were playing was shambolic. Balls were playing over the top. Day and Lovren got an assist. Yeah, that's just yes. disgraceful for Everton losing the Merseyside derby that badly. I mean, Liverpool have been excellent this year and you can't really expect Everton to beat them, but they didn't really no, but, put up much no, of a fight. You see, yeah, but you look at them. You saw them in the nil-nil draw right after the restart. They How organised they were. They, Liverpool were lucky to get a draw. But in this match, uh, Everton were lucky to lose 5-2. They could have conceded 8 I think Everton as a team have been excellent in the mid-season because from December to 1st July, like late or middle of the lockdown opening and between December, they have lost only three matches. And that too, those were like tough matches against Manchester City, Arsenal, Chelsea. Those are big clubs, top team clubs. And only getting three losses in that period was pretty good. I think the mid-season went pretty well for them. Yeah, like... Ancelotti came, they started getting the results. Uh, the losses were converted into draws and the draws were converted into wins. They got good results. They nicked points of Manchester United. They, nicked, they beat Leicester. Uh, they were unlucky to lose against Tottenham and they be, uh, drew against Southampton. So, yeah, all in all, they were a really strong team. But, of course, against Wolves and Bournemouth, they were shambolic. They, and they couldn't save their lives. In this season, they've scored 44 goals. And to yeah, get, but... be in the top 10, you really have to do better than that. Comparing their uh, defensive, like they consider around 56 goals, I think. And 44 is pretty decent. But to be in the top 10, I think, you know, they needed to score a little more. 50 like Sheffield, goals, 50. Yeah. Sheffield scored only 39 goals a season. But their defense has been excellent. They have conceded only 39, Sheffield. That's better than Chelsea, basically. That's only worse than the top three, which is Manchester City, uh, Manchester United and uh, Liverpool. They've basically done better than every other club in defensively than the top three. But the... Yeah, they, like you look at the number of clean, clean sheets since 
uh, Carlo Ancelotti came, it's uh, really good to see. He came after, uh, during the right after the Man City defeat. So, uh, so one like he kept quite a few clean sheets. Uh, they didn't concede that many goals. So once Ancelotti came, I think they conceded twenty six goals. It's it's pretty decent for them. Well, uh, and Ancelotti ha- will have to do work, but I think that defensively he can improve the team. Attacking wise, they probably need a decent right winger. However good Bernard is, you can't expect him to be top class. And in the centre attacking mid, I think it's a competition between Andre Gomez and Gilfrey Sigurdsson. Okay, now we're going to look at a quick round of roundup of the players of Everton and how they had their seasons. So let's start in goal. Jordan Pickford. He's what been do you very say? he's been very sloppy. Like the amount of errors since last season, seven or eight. eight that's equivalent to David De Gea. Only David De Gea has the same number. But yeah. David De Gea pulls off those saves also, which Pickford can't. And he's not a very great goalkeeper. Um, Surprising, isn't it? He's still England number one ahead of Jordan. I mean, ahead of uh, Dean Anderson. Top. Nick Pope also. I don't. I think he'll be dropped soon. And Gareth Southgate will do that. But Gareth Southgate's a top-class manager in terms of he do, he won't get influenced by the press just because Jordan's a big name. But I think he'll be dropped. He'll have to pick his ideas up. Otherwise, let's look at the at the centre backs. Yeah, Elmina is. Uh... This has been a top signing like Barcelona and, you know, he's, uh, you should have seen him in the World Cup. Uh, talisman. He was solid. He was solid. Yes. But yeah, you look at him this season, he's been okay. Like, he averages one tackle a game, one uh, interception a game, a little more than a tackle per game, one interception per game. Uh, he averages around four or five recoveries per game, five recoveries per game. He's very and strong yeah. in the air, isn't he? Yeah, his aerial duels one is also really, really good. Like he's 70 percent of his duels are one. Body, yes, he has the body of the perfect defender and everything. But uh, I think he's just not worth the money. You could have spent that on a twelve yeah. million, def- fifteen million defender. You know, uh, because if you look, like a lot of people think, uh, you know, those forty million stuff on the head, but then. If you're looking, actually, you can get his quality defenders for 15 million. William Saliba would have been as good but as him. He's been I very think. unlucky with injuries also. You look at him, he's really unlucky with injuries. But I think he, the playtime he got, 29 appearances. I mean, that's still quite a lot of playtime. I think he no, should... No, but have. if you're a centre-back, no. If you're a centre-back, you should play... At least 35, 30 games. If 30, 34, 30, between like 30 and 35, 32 games minimum. If you have to be a top centre back to yes. play consistently, the in- yeah, yeah. But the injuries did slow him down. But he still played 29 games, which isn't really that bad. I mean, yeah, like Akshat said, yeah, as a centre back, you do have to play almost every game. You have to. Probably with some good crosses, he can get more goals with his head. And we so now we're going to move to our next centre back, centre shot. Holgate. Well, Holgate's been a fantastic young prospect. English. He's a great. Uh, he's a great player. Uh, definitely, twenty-three years. He has a huge career ahead of him. 
can probably go to a better team. He's played 27 times this season. Uh, Tackles-wise, he averages almost two tackles a game, 1.7. Interceptions also, it's more than one. It's slightly more than one. His recoveries are also up there, around five recoveries per game. And aerially also, he's pretty decent. Even out of the 19 times, if he goes around, he wins around 60% of his aerial duels. And um, his clearances per game are also uh, healthy, like three and a half clearances per game. And he has three assists also. And he had lesser playtime than Yerimina. Yeah, yeah. And Holgate, as since Ancelotti's come in, he's been phenomenal. He's been amazing Fantastic, player. isn't it? A... Yeah, and he got injured. That's just the bad problem for him. Otherwise, he's a quality cent- uh, center half. And him and Michael Keane together can be a serious trouble for the attackers. Because you look at Everton's defense, the back four, not the keeper. The back four is very solid. You look at Seamus yeah. Coleman, the captain, amazing. Lucas Dine, probably the best fullback after Andrew Robertson and Ben Chilwell. So yeah, yeah these guys are out there. Dine, I just, I just genuinely expected him to go to uh, top Better six team. club. Yeah, I just genuinely expected him to move to maybe even, you know, some teams which are having problem with the left back, Man City, to you know, yeah. take yeah. him in. Um, spending Man City is going for Chilwell, I think. It depends. He cannot. Oh. He still there are clubs which are interested. I don't think Arsenal will be going for him now. They have Tierney. Tierney is too good to be dropped. I think he, him and Robertson can scrap it out next season for who's better. Uh, but I think Levo, um, the Chelsea can go for him if they do not get Chilwell. Digne is definitely a good centre-back. But, uh, yeah. His yeah, stats are really amazing. He's, even though he doesn't have that... yeah, he, he's, he's developed over the years. You could see that um, you know, last season obviously was his best. But this season, in terms of attacking, he hasn't like really come down. He's just been putting the same sort of stats out there. Yeah, uh, defensively, defensively, he was better last season. Attacking-wise also, in terms of assists, he's improved the season and big chances created, he's improved the season. Seven but assists goals, for a full-back. Yeah. I, that's more of a Liverpool sort of stat. Uh, selling, uh, yeah, though. but seven assists and his defensive work has decreased because they don't attack the left side. Now, they attack more in the centre now. You look at him, he averages uh, two tackles per game, 1.3 interceptions per game. He reco- uh, his recovery rate is pretty high, around almost five recoveries, per, more than five recoveries per game. His aerial battle is really, really good. It's almost 70% of his aerial duels for a fullback that is so small. That's really good. He averages 2.5 uh, clearances per game. And overall is really solid. Seven assists. Four shots on target. He's hit the woodwork once. He's only got six yellow, he's got six yellow cards. committed, uh, And he averages around eight crosses per game. So, he all and he's created eight big chances also. So, he's definitely doing much better. Uh, and to their... last season was he was better last season, but this season also he's been crucial for Everton. And now we are moving on to the what I called uh, absolute waste of twenty five million pounds. 
Jean Philip Barman, the midfielder. Is, no, is, let's is, let's talk about Michael Keane first. Michael Keane. Okay, quickly now. We just start then. Yeah, well, Michael Keane has been Everton's best defender this season. Of course, Sidibe has got got the most tackles, but if you look at uh, Michael Keane, has been amazing this season. He's um got the most clearances, most interceptions, highest aerial duel percentage, one most passes completed. So all in all, he's a he's doing really well. He's a ball playing centre half, and uh, he has played thirty one games. And I think you'd have got more if not for that small niggle. And he he's not the one who'll get himself who'll get his shots dirty. Only averages a tackle per game, one one point almost one point five interceptions per game. Yeah, but you look at his his presence is required. He's the one who's like even you know running around the pitch a little bit more than the other. Obviously, Holgate is also getting a little bit forward, but then you see even he comes a little bit like Sheffield's John Lundstrom at sort of times, but. Just not as effective as him, but um, you can see that with his, you know, stay, shots taken. But when you're, you're talking about him as a defender, I think his his levels have dropped over the years. Yeah, he was very good at Burnley. Like the level he was at, was so consistent. So it's really good to watch him at captain Seamus Coleman, Evertonian. 31 years yes. of right back. Seamus Coleman, I think, or uh, Mr. Everton, if Dean is Mr. Watford, has has been um, very underperforming this year. His consistency. Yeah, he's dropped. Like, you look at him, there are times when he's been superb, but there are, there are quite few times where his just end product is lacking. Like some of the seasons where you see his goals and assists are higher, his tackling and interceptions are also much more. But oh, that injury also killed him. Oh, the injury in the qualifiers, it had killed him. But this season, he's been under par and very lucky to be in the side if I were Ancelotti. I don't know whether I'll buy a right back first, but I'll keep him for some time. Probably a right winger can help him better. Of course, Bernard's good, but context he's not the best, like amazing right back, right winger. So yes, let's move on. Yes, let's move on to the player who I will call an absolute waste of twenty five million, bought for no use. Jean Philip Barman. I think they uh, Marco Silva bought him with his philosophy of playing from the back. Um, it's not exactly Ancelotti type, but um, he's just not played this year. I don't know. I'm not sure whether it's due to injuries, but two appearances for the 25 million player that's like a youth academy player supposed to get. And um, yeah, think... it, it's not that great. And to be fair, last year he was relegated with he was relegated with uh, Hanover, I guess. Yes, he was relegated with Hanover and. They got a relegated player for twenty-five million from the Bundesliga. That's that's ridiculous. Not as ridiculous as Ake's one, but still, it's a little bit ridiculous. But he was a little bit solid for Hanover. He is the bright spark in the team and uh, um, getting the you know true balls and most of his he got a lot of assists from the back line. Um, 
no two seasons i two appearance i can't even judge him i can't even judge him right now yeah like only two appearances there's not much you can make out of him you can't rate a season yeah cuz he didn't really yeah. have a season two appearances is not the forty five let's just say that 25 million can get you other great players like Julian Brandt they can get you players yeah, like Mac Yeah but you Harris. look at John Philip he was injured and he was actually brought to replace the man uh, Idrissa Gay uh, Gay has been missed Ghana he's been missed a lot the presence he bought the ball playing everything is missed i think they're linked with Sam Belling if uh John Philip um uh, is men if if he does not improve his fitness so i don't know it and wilfred saha is also li- linked with everton but now let's move on to the other midfielders gilfrey sigurdsson well he's had a underpass season is not been the usual influence his key passes big chances created it's all solo it was really disappointing to see him play this season he, he made it improve who knows let's talk about fabian delf he's a great presence around the dressing room that's what is said by everyone but in the center of midfield he's not played at all 16 games and no such no noteworthy contributions exactly he gives good on the defensive side but let's face it he's not done what they wanted him to do next player bala okay let's go on to and Andre Gomez. I think Andre Gomez has been the talisman of the team. Um, I mean, this season he's not that been for, that good. He's, yeah, he's not, not been, been that, been that good. good. But uh, no, but whatever it is, he his injury was horrific. I saw his leg during that time. That I just thought that yeah, he's, he's gonna be he's gonna retire or something like that. He came back. He won't retire. Another. Yeah, like he won't. Yeah, but he won't be as influential as before. It looked like yeah, a exactly. career-ending injury. and it was horrible unexpected i think next season will be crucial for him it will decide whether he can compete at the top or will he stay at a club like everton which will be like mid table europa uh, next season will be very crucial can he make barcelona realize that he uh, releasing him was a mistake seems very unlikely but i think he can he can do it he has the ability to do it so yeah, I, would, i totally would agree with you you know he's i would just see just look at this uh, just look at mario cots one injury there uh, which is not it's just a little bit i mean i wouldn't say all yeah, injuries yeah that ruined are, his career yeah like he was such a good player also if you look at him he's a great player yeah and uh, this this guy has got mentalities mentality of playing in the premier league that's why is his despite his injury his comeback it's not like no i can't even put my best like michael owen or anything no i'm dead <laughs> no nothing like that michael he's, owen he's been... michael owen was sad like he was he's better than what mbappe is at or uh, what hey, mbappe is at but we'll do that in a retro episode So yeah, fine. We'll do it later. When we, yeah, let's now let's move. go on. Morgan Schneiderlin. United, twenty million. Well, United. He's not. He was asked to replace um, Idrissa Gay. 
he didn't step up. He's not done anything which is noteworthy. So let's just move on from Schneiderlin. Yeah, it's better to stay away from from him. Tom Davies, ah, great young the, player, twenty-two years. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, I thought he's gonna save Marco Silva's job, just like how Bruno saved uh, Oles. But then, um, it doesn't seem like. I mean, it doesn't seem like you know he's he's inconsistent. To be fair, at times he's when he takes his you know the long balls and. Taking those shots from range, he's he's proven himself, but uh, a little bit inconsistent. Needs some time to work on his skills. Ancelotti oh. can develop him, and Bruno did not save Oli's career. Oli was doing well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so now let's go on in the attack, right? Yeah, let's go to the attack. Uh, we'll start with the ex-Arsenal man, uh, Theo Walcott. Walcott's. Uh, Better than last season, uh, still not the, still not. He's not just, that. Yeah, two goals, three it, assists for a right winger is not a great return. Yeah, better than last season uh, at least. No, uh, but last season he was better. I think five goals and two assists. It's still decent. I think no. But, I think this season the Everton was going through a transition and he stayed up there. He's not like he's not got so much injured also, and uh, when the coach needs yeah. him, he was there. So for that part, he was good, but. Uh, but Otherwise, if you look at him at in the 16-17 season, 10 goals and 2 assists, he's good. But this season, he's not proved himself. He's We know he has just, ability, but Yannick Bolasi. Well, what about the player? 31 years old. Uh, he didn't play at just, all. Yeah, he was removed from the squad, didn't play at all. So, let's talk about his uh, Richard Lisson. Well, he had the cheek to... Say Van Dyke is not a great, he's not the best defender in the world, and he's dribbled past Van Dyke. Well, he's done. He's been one of the standout performances. Performers, thirteen goals, three assists, and um, for a left winger who some who plays predominantly on the left wing, he's done really well. He's played thirty-six games. He takes shots. He keeps putting in crosses, creates big chances, and. So also had a number a of really goals, right? So also had a number of goals ruled out by VAR. I feel sad for him. He would have got 17, 18 goals. But yeah, he got three or four goals. He was among the top players to have been, uh, you know, rejected. I mean, like after Wesley, Wesley, he was tied among Wesley to be the third most number of players to be denied by VAR. So that's a little bit sad for him. But I think he's been an excellent signing. Uh, Everton's best player of the season, I would say. And uh, it's, for me, it's, it's, it's Digne. Oh, but let's talk about another player who's got the goals. Uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin. So well, Very cheeky, also, well, goals. Yeah, so he's a player. He'll score those scrubby goals, but he's a great player. And, uh, well, I don't know. He could have gone on the Euros this year if Harry Kane and Marcus Rashford did not go. He had all the chances, but 13 goals. The future is bright for him. And Everton will have to do everything so they can keep Richard Leeson and Calvert-Lewin. What's your take? Oh, I would not agree with you because he has he's been... Uh, what do I say about him? He's not scored since the last six months. Um, 
six goals a season striker um, not really good i think mitrovic is also better than calvert lewin at the rate he once upon time wanted by united but i think he had a calvert lewin has scored 13 goals this season yeah but uh, yeah i told i'm not i'm not talking about that i'm talking about after the break yeah anyway so yeah i think his he was he had a streak of scoring goals then he didn't score goals for a long time that's that's perfect definition of uh, not consistent and last year also he was not good and previous years yeah he might out give a little time for development but i don't think he's going to be in the england squad at uh, with at the rate i mean like looking at the rate of other talents i don't think he's going to be in england squad but yeah he's been fine uh, everton will keep him obviously and will give him more games next year also yeah okay and he will improve i, th- I think he can improve from here but it depends so now let's go to evobi alex evobi signed from arsenal he's been on the right wing predominantly in though sometimes spells in the left not very great only a goal to show the season zero assists two big chances created didn't play really great defensively also he was average but he's not primarily quality mm. that's it i would say he will be maybe because of the obama he is primarily quality he's primarily quality i think he needs to find his feet he has to be more consistent uh, with obama and uh, like i said he had he had those big players around then, him yeah and then Now, pepe comes in Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now let's go to uh, the Bernard. Bernard. Akshat, why not you say something about him? Bernard. Well, Bernard is the best option for the right wing at the moment. He has the skills, he can complete the dribbles, he creates chances, he puts in crosses, probably one or two crosses a game for a team like Everton which was struggling most of the season, it's okay. Three goals and two assists. let's face it, it's not a pretty good return but he can improve and defensively also he gives something to the everton uh, to the everton team and now he's in the peak of his career well, as for improvement i don't think he can improve a lot more he can improve slightly like probably turn five goal contributions to eight goal contributions or something but we'll need a right winger moisa keen too tough to talk Why about him another yeah. waste another waste of 27 million 40 million wasn't oh, that's evobi wait was he brought on loan from juventus or he was sold from juventus like he was sold for 40 left, million i think he was sold on a five year contract for 27.5 million he why did he leave juventus like he could have developed over there and he yeah, was maybe sold for juve but maybe he just wanted at, more play but you look at his appearances it's most of it is from the bench like you yeah. uh, all of his appearances are from the bench and oh. yeah two goals to assists for a 20 year old it's okay will improve and he can probably king of that can, uh yeah i remember speaking of bench appearances i remember at this point of one point of time was so i mean at one point of time obviously you are saying that he'll improve but if you look at the season i think most of us would agree was not good enough so i remember one of the most uh, controversial experiences when 
and the interim manager who brought a lot of success. I mean, like I think he was is a big reason why Alec Everton was not not in the relegation battle by the time. Dunk Duncan yeah. Ferguson, right? Yeah, but he brought on um, Keane against United and then subbed him off. So it didn't do yeah. good for his confidence, did it? I think yeah. they should have let like they should have let Keane start basically. Getting him on as a substitute all the time, you know, that isn't fair to him as well. And he hasn't done he's a, too bad. Yeah, he's a young yeah, but yeah. he's a young lad and he can't yeah. replace um Dominic Calvert Lewin or Richard Leeson. Well I don't and know. He, he, he came here expecting he came here expecting more playtime because obviously Juventus there's no chance that he's coming in so mm. quickly. I think but, he should have come on a loan to this team. And, yeah. Uh, he's just doing the same thing as what he was doing as uh, Juventus. Like if you look at last year's Serie A game against Yeah, like but Bar-Mar. he was coming off the bench and scoring a goal every game. He scored seven yeah, that's goals in last season. That's because uh, he came off as a substitute for Bernard Dershi, not for Ronaldo. So, there was a like, lot of But know, Bernard Dershi last season was really good. This season, he's just dropped. Yeah, but let's talk about Serie A later. And... Uh, so, that brings to the end of our player talk. So, there's an end to our podcast. Please tune in for our next episode and thank you for listening.